0: Well, good morning, Church. It's great to be with you again on this Sunday morning. A special welcome to any new people that are watching. Um, if you're watching for the first time, a special welcome to you, and it's great to have you uh, joining us. Um, if you're listening on a podcast, if you're watching on DVD, it's great to see that you guys, by the way, on the DVD um, last week, or see you online last week. Um, all the DVDs that are getting delivered every week and the uh, CDs and stuff like that. It's great to, to know that you guys are still part of the community part of the church and tuning in every week and um, connecting as best we can during this season can i just encourage you as well that we've been i personally have been so encouraged by the the way in which our church has continued to stay connected to continue to stay engaged during this last um, six months really uh, it's been super encouraging to know that people are watching every sunday um, contributing staying connected um, staying connected with small groups, joining in the Zoom after parties um, in a vast and you know numerous different ways. So many people are, are staying connected and serving and, and doing all they can and there's works happening out in the building, there's maintenance that's still happening, there's all sorts of things that are happening still and uh, I want to really encourage you and say thank you for staying connected and persevering through this season. Uh, it hasn't been easy and um, but I really want to encourage you that the churches healthy, we're doing well, and um, hopefully one day soon we'll be back together, lifting our voices, um, giving high elbows maybe, or you know, uh, seeing each other's eyes, all the, the stuff that we're looking forward to, um, hopefully, uh, as soon as possible, being able to do that. It will be a good day. Um, this morning I want to bring you a message uh, called Buried to Bloom, and it's not part of a series, it's just, just one for this morning, uh, one that I hope will encourage you, one that's been encouraging for me and I want to start by reading a passage in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. It says this, verse 1, let me now remind you dear brothers and sisters of the good news I preached to you before. You welcomed it then and you still stand firm in it. It is good news that saves you if you continue to believe the message I told you, unless of course you believe something that was never true in the first place. I passed on to you what was most important and what had been passed Onto me, Christ died for our sins, just as the Scriptures said. He was buried, and He was raised from the dead on the third day, just as the Scriptures said. Let's pray, God. We thank you for your Word this morning. We thank you that you want to speak to us. You want to encourage us, and God, I pray that you would help us to hear your voice. You would help us to lean in to what it is that you want to speak to us. And God, we just pray that you would uh, use this time together. Use this time this morning, sorry, to to bring us together closer to each other and closer to you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. You may have heard this um, statement before, location, location, location. And normally that's um, talking about properties. You know, where you buy your house is, if you're going to buy a house, location, location, location. It's all about location. If you're going to rent a house, it's location. Or if you're, I would say, even if you're choosing a holiday apartment or a school or a job, primarily what we're looking for is, where is this? You know, we're in the process and, and, and you know, chosen a school for, for Harrison, believe it or not, for next year, he's beginning school next year. And where is it? We wanna know where is it? We're not gonna choose a, a school in um, remote South Australia. We wanna pick one in sale, it's close by. Um, or if you're gonna find a holiday apartment and you find a really nice holiday apartment and it's affordable and it's, looks really good then you find out it's in Tasmania. It's like well it's no good and not because Tasmania is no good but because you can't leave Victoria at the moment. So you know where something is is so important. Um, A couple of years ago we we purchased our house that we're living in and uh, I remember the first time walking through this house and I said to Alana no second time and third time we walked through the house no we're not buying this house and it was only because of the location of the house there was nothing about the house that I particularly liked or enjoyed and um, but because of where it was and because of the street it was in and because of the neighbours that now we really uh, enjoy spending our time with it's such a a great location and um, we're in the middle of renovating I feel like we'll be in the middle of renovating for for years to come but hopefully it'll be finished soon Um, but the location was so important you know, if you were to dig a hole with a shovel, dig, 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 the location of that hole will tell you something about that hole. If you're digging a hole in a cemetery or if you're digging a hole in the garden, where you dig that hole is very important to determine what it's going to be used for. What is the purpose of that hole? I think a lot for a lot of us, what I'll encourage us this morning is, We can feel buried, we can feel like the weight of our circumstance, the weight of this season, the weight of so many different things, so many different pressures, so many different uncertainties is piling on top of us, but the location of where we are is vital. And the location of where God has you, he knows where you are and he knows the purpose he has in where you feel like you're buried, and it's not in a cemetery, but rather It's in a garden god is the master gardener he can turn what might look like a grave into a garden planted or buried there's a big difference planted means there's prospect for growth there's purpose in the the planting something's new is going to come burying something means it's gone there's no more in this scripture that we read, 1 Corinthians 15, it talks about Jesus being buried. Verse 3 and 4, it talk, Paul says, I passed to you what was most important and what has been passed on to me. Christ died for our sins, just as the scripture said, and he was buried. And he was raised from the dead on the third day, just as the Scriptures said. It says here, Jesus was buried. He was dead and he was buried. And you look through the Bible, you look through scripture, and when someone is buried, apart from when Jesus was buried, when someone was buried, and Lazarus, sorry, when someone's buried, that's it. No more. There is no life left. It it means and signals the end. Burying someone, putting someone in a tomb was the end. There was no hope that they would come back to life. That's where they would rest. That's where the body would go, and that was it. And I'm certain that when the disciples and when those closest to Jesus' family buried him and put him in that tomb when he died there was n- not a real sense of hope but there would have been a lot of despair even though they had been promised by jesus himself that i'll come back i reckon for the disciples um, there was a real sense of despair a real sense of lost a real sense of uncertainty there was no reason for holding on to hope at this point it was over life as they knew it had changed their saviour, their leader, the reason they left their jobs, the reason they left their families, was gone, buried. What now were they to do? Go back home? Go back and to their jobs? Their whole life would have been turned upside down. For us, we look at the story and we can't really understand what the disciples felt. We can empathise with them a little bit, but we don't know what the disciples felt because we know the outcome. We know that Jesus came back and so we think, well... There's reason to hope disciples just hang on, hang on for a couple of days. But we all face our own uncertainties. We all face our own despair, our own um, seasons and prospects that don't look promising. And we can feel despair, loss, grief, in similar ways to the disciples maybe be felt. And I want to encourage us that we can look back at Jesus, we can look back at the way that God used this situation and know that he is in charge. That when something is dead and buried, he has the ability to turn it around, to bring new life out of a, a dead situation, a new day, something greater, something new, something fresh. We are in the same gardener's hands, the same father's hands. He is the gardener of gardeners. He never misplants, he never misplaces what he, has, um, what he has created. And when it's all dark around us, when we're buried beneath what life has dumped on top of us, we can know that it's just the beginning of something new. Buried doesn't mean the end. Paul, further down in 1 Corinthians 15, in verse 35 to 38, continues us this idea of being buried and life. And I want to read you these couple of verses. He says, But some someone may ask, how will the dead be raised? What kind of bodies will they have? And what a foolish question. When you put a seed into the ground, it doesn't grow into a plant unless it dies first. And what you put in the ground is not the plant that will grow, but only a bare seed of wheat or whatever you are planting. Then God gives it the new body he wants it to have. A different plant grows from each kind of seed. Now, I'm not show my weakness my failures and flaws Lord you've seen them all and you still call me friend cause the God You're buried for a reason. When life has thrown all it had at you, you are where God has you to put your roots down and to see the work and wonder of God established in your life. There is a work that happens in the dark, that doesn't feel like anything, that doesn't look like anything. There's no promising signs, it's just a patch of dirt. The seed completely hidden, gone. All there is is faith in the process. Faith that God is at work. Faith that there is life within the seed itself. Within you, there is life. And not just your beating heart. But there is the source of life. There is Jesus living in us. The source of life who himself was buried. He lives in you. He lives in me if you're a follower of Jesus. The darkest moment calls for hope because that which seems dead and buried is not done yet. So just because you can't see it, just because you can't feel it, doesn't mean nothing is happening. Hold on to the one who can. Hold on to the one who can turn mourning into dancing. Psalm 30 verse 11 says, You have turned my mourning into dancing. You have taken away my clothes of mourning and clothed me with joy. When you bury a seed, something doesn't happen straight away. The first thing that happens is the roots go down. But then after a while, the blooming starts life appears and it's tangible you can see it you can feel it and the day that jesus came back to life there would have been incredible joy there was incredible joy what was dark the pain was gone because new life had appeared the sense of despair was gone because life was there it's the same experience that every christian has when they first encountered jesus ephesians 2 1 says before before we know Jesus, it says this, Once you were dead because of your disobedience and your many sins. Without Jesus, we're buried. We aren't planted. There isn't a better day coming. There is no sense of holding on to hope. Then in verse 4 and 5, Ephesians 2, But God is so rich in in mercy. He loved us so much that even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead. It's only by God's grace that you have been saved. It's the grace of God that saves us, that makes us alive again that brings life from death. If you're buried under the weight of your own sin, there is hope and life in Jesus. He is the master garden. He delights in redemption. You know, something has to die first before new life begins. Our old life dies without Jesus. Um, It dies and gives way to our new life with Jesus. The old is gone, the new has come. And for those of us who are already Christians but still feeling buried... Something might need to die first in 1 Corinthians 15, the passage we just read earlier. Paul says, How will the dead be raised? What kind of bodies will they have? What a foolish question. When you put a seed into the ground, it doesn't grow into a plant unless it dies first. Now, a seed doesn't die. This isn't scientific. If you look up, if you're a botanist or you know anything about plants, um, you know that a seed doesn't actually die. It just, I don't know what it does, turns into a plant. The point is this that the, the bible is not a science book it's not a a book that is is about science i mean it mentions things that happen in the natural world but it's not a scientific book it's a, primarily a book about god and the activity of god and so when we read something like this we can say well the bible's wrong because a seed doesn't die it just that's not true but the point is not that, that paul is making is not the analogy he's just using a, the analogy to show us something about god he's just saying that when when our old life is gone a new life comes when the old passes away for the new to come um, when we become christians we don't die we just are born again we are just made new in the image of god and when a seed goes into the ground and becomes a plant the seed doesn't die but it passes away When you go to, if you dug up a plant, you wouldn't find the seed at the bottom. You would find roots, a root system and a plant. And the seed would be dead, for want of a better word. You know, it's no longer there. It's passed away. The seed is no longer. And just like when we're born again, we don't actually die, but something dies. Our old life, living apart from Jesus, does die. When we're buried, when we're buried under the weight of our circumstance, maybe in our own sin, I think sometimes God is doing a work in us and something is going to die before the new life comes. Maybe it's a sense of control or comfort or predictability. Maybe it's destructive behaviour or unforgiveness or whatever it is that we're holding on to that God is wanting to say, let's pass that away and let's see what the work of God is. Let's see the new life come. What is God doing in the dark in your life? How are the roots developing? The roots never stop growing. There is always areas of our life where it might seem dark, but God is still at work. And so wherever you find yourself this morning, I want to encourage you with this. You're buried to bloom. You're in the place that God has you for a purpose, for God to establish new life in you and through you. You have the source of life inside you, Jesus himself, and he is working. He is at work. Keep leaning into his grace for you. He'll see you through. I want to encourage you through this season. I know it's been so difficult for so many people. Personally, I've found myself in different weeks and different moments feeling at a loss, with despair, feeling when will this end? How will we get out of this? What's gonna happen? What does the future look like? And there's no sense of certainty and you can really feel like you're buried beneath the weight of all that's happening. But I hold on to this promise that God is the God of of breakthrough. He's the God that brings new life out of dark places. And he will do that in you. He will do that in me. He will do that in us. And so let's continue to hold on to him. Let's continue to believe that he is establishing something in us during this season. He is establishing deep roots that is going to bud into new, exciting life. And so if you find yourself in that place this morning, I want to pray for you. And I want to encourage you to reach out to anyone that you might know who's a believer and find some encouragement, find some prayer. Let me pray for you now. God, I thank you for your life. I thank you for Jesus. I thank you that he lives in us. He is a source of love. And God, for those of us who are feeling buried under the weight of the current season or different situations that are happening in our own world, God, I pray that you would remind us again that That you're the god of the breakthrough you're the god that brings new life when there seems like there's no hope the old passes away for the new to come and god we just pray this morning that you would begin to do that work in us you would continue to do that work in us god help us to hold on to you help us to lean into your grace like never before we thank you for it in jesus name amen I want to thank you so much for joining us this morning. And um, if you're watching online and um, you're watching this live, I want to encourage you, there should be a a link in the chat right now for the Zoom after party. And we're going to jump in there and um, see some familiar faces, see some new faces, and it'll be great to see you there. Um, If you're watching this at a different time, hope you have a, a great week and we'll see you again next Sunday.